0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the Coco Express Network, talk radio that informs, talk radio that inspires, talk radio that enlightens, talk radio for us all. It is time for Relationship Remedies with Dr. Linda Wiley, and she has a special guest. So let's move on over. Hey, peace and blessings. I'm Dr. Linda. Welcome to Relationship Remedies for Us, the place to discuss hot topics related to the health of your relationships. So bring us your questions, your concerns, and your comments, but most of all, bring an open mind. As uh, you just heard, I do have a special guest for you today to help you talk about tips for choosing the right partner. Do you have an ideal partner sketched out in your head? Perhaps you have a shopping list of must have traits. If so, you are not alone. We find that today people are looking for others who have characteristics like honesty, intelligence, a good sense of humor, and the list goes on and on and on. And even though we know, going to intuitively what we want, the divorce rate in America is sky high. So today we're going to spend a little time helping you decide what factors are important to you, to is my partner. And I think, I hope that you will be as good as I to be listening to the wisdom from Dave E. Williams. Brother Williams is a homeboy of mine from Brooklyn, New York. And of course, we all uh, enjoyed as we were growing up listening to His wonderful music So D-Train, welcome
0: Thank you, thank you, good to see
1: you It is so good to have you So are you ready to give some wisdom On uh, how to choose the right partner Now bear in mind, this is not necessarily A testimony to how well We have done in our own personal lives Throughout the years We're not going to talk about that But we have learned some things, am I right With respect to what you should and should not do
0: All righty. (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right, so that's, those are the kind of things. I know about the
0: should not. I don't know about the should. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, right? The, the should not helps you get to the should. But, you know, I heard a quote, and, and I'm kind of hanging the show on this. The quote was, Picking the right person for the right reason at the right time is an art form. And I think that's so true because all of that goes into it. You not only need to focus on picking the right person, but you need to do it for the right reasons and at the right time. And so much of the time we have so much noise in our lives, so many things going on that we probably should be avoiding relationships until we get our own act together. Or sometimes we're we're looking for that special someone, but we've got some of the wrong reasons as to why we're looking for that special someone. So maybe we can just help people, you know, unpack a little bit of that baggage today and try to get it right. So I'm going to put you on the spot, and I'm going to ask you, what kind of things do, do you look for when you're looking for a partner?
0: Well, in looking for a partner, one of the things I learned about my life, and I guess this is wisdom speaking from many years of experience, is that first got to clean out your own closet because you come yeah. with your luggage and you got issues of your own, and you'll never be able to participate and be present in a relationship until your own closet is cleaned out because everybody's going to come with their luggage and they're going to put it in the living room. <laughs> and then what's going to happen is she's going to unpack and you're going to unpack. And then there's going not going to be enough room in the closet for both of you.
1: So, exactly. And I'm just speaking about
0: emotions. You know, it's like I think one of the things that I look for first of is, is spirituality. Uh, I believe a woman, you know, who believes in God or, you know, whatever she chooses to call God, because some people call God different things, um, but have some type of spiritual perspective on uh, a higher being other than herself. Um, that's what I look for first and foremost. And then I would say the second thing for me would be her looks. Um, I like a woman who's attractive, who's athletic. Um and then I like you know I look for a certain type of body type sometimes and then sometimes not because I've been with you know people of all shapes sizes and colors so it's just um, sometimes what you're looking for you don't see on the surface but you see it you find it underneath so sometimes you're looking for this tall six foot tall brother with you know dark and handsome. And then a little short dude, five foot nine, walks along and is the sweetest person in the world and you fall in love with him. And everything that you thought about what you wanted goes out the window. Something?
1: Yeah.
0: To say that we know what we want, that's sort of a fallacy simply because life chooses and I think the universe doesn't make mistakes in giving us uh, our mates and those who we choose because every person uh that comes into your life is an experience for you to experience. Some of them are good experiences and some of them the ones that are good, they're experiences. The ones that are bad, they're lessons. And that's the difference between the two of them in relationships. A good one, great experience. A bad one, that's a lesson. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's so, good. Real that's a fair. lesson you know, to be learned you that
0: you won't make a second time <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's and that's the you reality of, of choosing people. And I, you know, sometimes I think we got to be careful in the way we choose a mate. Sometimes, yeah. our mate chooses us, or the way things go, it chooses us because the heart doesn't have a mind. The heart—that's how our hearts get broken all the time because heart doesn't have a mind, doesn't think about well, is this the right guy for me? Do I want to have kids with this guy? No. Um, The heart doesn't know. So the heart just falls. Falls in love or falls in like or whichever way it is. And then afterwards, your conscience kicks in and says, well, he don't want to pick up his laundry. He has his dirty socks on the floor. And, you know, the worst thing is when you move in with people, that's when you really know they are. When you're dating and you can go home and they can go home, that's kind of cute. But when you move in together, that's when the word real gets real. <laughs>
1: that's true. That's true. But, you know, there are a couple of things you said that I want to piggyback on before we get too much further into it. One of the things that you talked about was um, choosing. You talked about the whole word choosing the right part. And I want people to be intentional about choosing because I agree with you. The heart doesn't have a mind. So the heart might lead you to people that are not good for you. The heart might lead you to people that the mind knows this is not going to work. So many times we don't choose, but I think we should. I think we should step out there with intentionality and choose who we want. And I agree that many times we don't know. We think we know what we're looking for. And sometimes the things that we're looking for are not necessarily the things that are best for us. And that's why I wake up one day and find out this was not the person that I thought it was or, you know, those kinds of things. So let's let's talk about some things when it comes to choosing the right partner. One of those things, one, one tip that I want people to take from today's conversation is don't make choices out of fear. Now, you talked about. You know, everybody in their luggage in the living room. You are so right. We all have so much baggage that we pick up as we go through life. We dump it all out, and then we don't know what to do with it. And often what that does is cause us to be fearful. So there are a lot of people that stay in relationships because they're afraid to be alone, or maybe they think if I don't allow this person in my life, no one else is going to come along who's going to love me. Uh, Sometimes it's a matter of being afraid of change. So all kinds of things can motivate us from a fear perspective. And I think one tip that I'd like folks to take away is don't make choices out of fear.
0: Right. Right. You know, when you
1: make choices, you know,
0: um, there's, there's two places that we all make choices out of in life, whether it's about money, whether it's about where we live, Where we grew up. That's two, and there's two things that make you, that prompt most of the decisions that you Mm. make in your life. That's fear or faith. You either have one or the other. The two can't live in the same room. You can't have fear and faith in the same room and say they coexist because you know they just cannot coexist. You either. And my mother always said, if you don't pray, don't worry. If you don't Mm. worry and don't pray.
1: Exactly. Good So wisdom I from think that
0: you can't make those decisions out of fear. And, and you're right. It. You need to be intentional about who you choose. I mean, we live in a society, we live in an information age. You know, we come from parents who were in situations of arranged marriages. They didn't even love the people they, they got married to. In fact, they didn't know because their parents chose them for them. And you you still today have so many cultures uh, that, you know, your your mate just chose it for you. You don't even have a say-so in it because culturally they say who you marry, who you... And you don't even love them. So, but those of us that do have choices and are not in those societies, we should be intentional about what we want in life. We should be intentional about what we believe that we want. And see, you can believe something... But unless you put the faith behind it and the emotion, it ain't going to happen. Some exactly. You know, say, you, I you want to talk. me. I want to talk.
1: <laughs> you led me to think of another tip that we wanted that's on my list to share, and that is to give a chance to people that you normally wouldn't consider. Because just as you said, back in the day when marriages were arranged, and even nowadays in certain cultures around the world, they're still arranged. When that stuff happened, you really didn't have any say In the characteristics of that person and I think what happens sometimes I do believe that we should create a checklist and that's that's another tip I'll give in a moment but I don't want people to become so boxed in that they can't see the benefit of other people when they don't fit everything that's on your little checklist so sometimes you need to think outside the box sometimes instead of going off of he's not my type or I'm not feeling her, those kinds of things, get to know the person, get inside their head because sometimes your type is what's messing you up in the first place. If you keep going after the same type and they don't work out, maybe you ought to give some consideration to somebody that you would not normally consider. And as I said, you know, that's going to slide me right into the next one, which um, does have to deal with creating sort of a checklist. What is your compatibility checklist? Now, some people are not for this. They think that it's too clinical or that it will box you in and and you won't look beyond. But I think if you really take the time to think about what's important to you, you'll make sure that the person you connect with has those qualities, and that way you're assured that you're not settling. So one thing you mentioned that I agree with wholeheartedly is spirituality. If you're a spiritual person, then you need to make sure that whomever you let into your life on this level it's spiritual as well. And so one thing that you definitely want to give consideration to is the spirituality. But I'm going to go through this list pretty quickly, and then we're going to go back and and talk about some of these. So here are some things that some of the experts have to say you should look for. You should look for someone who's got a commitment to personal growth. You know, in other words, they constantly are self-improving. They never think that they have arrived and they don't need to make any changes. A second one is emotional openness. Look to people who are aware of their feelings and they're not afraid to express them. A third one is integrity. Somebody that's honest with themselves and with other people and they're not all about playing games. A fourth one would be maturity and responsibility. Somebody that pays their bills, hello. Somebody that has the ability to take care of themselves, they follow through on promises and commitments and things of that nature. A fifth one would be someone with high self-esteem. And you can tell that by whether or not they take pride in themselves. I'm not talking about somebody that says, you know, I don't care what people think of me because you ought to have a healthy concern for what people think. You don't let it rule your life. But you have pride in your appearance, in your car, you know, in your home, those kinds of things. And then I'll stop with this last one, number six, somebody that has a positive attitude towards life. Nobody likes to be around negativity and negative people folks who only see the obstacles, not the opportunities. So some of the experts have said commitment to personal growth, emotional openness, integrity, maturity and responsibility, high self esteem, and a positive attitude towards life. What do you think about that list, E. Train?
0: I say I agree with all of it. I think if yeah. if most of our youth followed those guidelines, we'd have enough yeah. we'd have less single parents in the world. I agree. I and agree, and even even as grown folks, you know, I'm 54 years old. I ain't ashamed of it. I've been married. I've been divorced. You know, I've been engaged. I've had girlfriends, in, you know, in different countries. And and from from living uh, a life of fullness, each relationship presents a different challenge. Each person presents a different challenge within itself, especially when you're dealing uh, across multicultural. Relationships. If they're the same culture as you, then sometimes you, you don't have those barriers. But if, you, if you're if you dating somebody who's Chinese or somebody who's, you know, if you're a black man dating a Chinese woman or if you're dating an East Indian woman, you know, those cultural differences come into play because there are things that they believe and that their family may believe that they may place upon you in this relationship that had nothing to do with those, those things that you thought about on your checklist some you know, right. are the things that are unexpected that come up. And it's like what I say, one of the, the things on your checklist that I totally agree with is that learn who you're getting involved with. I'm sorry, I said do a background check. Because <laughs> you know what? You've been I think. a pedophile, a creep, an abusive yeah. mother.
1: You never know who that person uh, is, no, you, is. The one that smiles right. in I mean, your face may be that is. crazy person nowadays you need to see somebody's portfolio you need to see their credit report you need to see their their uh, criminal record, you need to see a health report. I mean, it really has gotten to the point where you can't just walk into a relationship blindly, particularly now when a lot of people are meeting their their mates online and stuff. You don't know who that person is. You don't even know if that picture that's up there is who they say they are. So, yeah, it would be wise if you're going to get involved with somebody to really do the background check, and even if you don't want to – do an official, you know, pay the money, do the background check. You can do your own little investigations up front by asking the right questions, listening to what they say, and if you hear any red flags, go deeper. But definitely before you think about marriage, you definitely need to make sure that you uh, understand somebody's financial standing because you get involved with somebody that's not, you know, all kinds of bills or old back child support. When the two become one flesh, don't think that that's, does not apply to your paycheck. They will garnish your check the same way they will garnish the other person's if they don't have enough
0: money.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I dated her
0: for about three months, and they came and took my credit card and my car. <laughs> hey, no, you know, it behooves you to know who you're, you're being involved with because, first of all, you don't want to be with a broke person. Right. You, I'm just keeping it real. I got, I have five children of my own, three sons and two daughters. And you don't want to be involved with a person who is not financially stable, has no employment, has no choices of employment. Mm-hmm. Just because they make you feel a certain – like that's where the heart lies here. He makes me feel so good the way oh, I yeah. need to feel. But he's as broke as two biscuits in a corner. <laughs> and he couldn't help you. Buy some now and later's. Now I'm going back in time, talking now and later's, but <laughs> he couldn't help you buy. He can't help you buy a Snickers bar, all right. But
1: the reality
0: of what it is is like. So what? 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 What are you bringing to the table?
1: Right. What are you
0: bringing to the table beside good looks? Aesthetically, if you got the aesthetics of a good-looking person, because there's a bunch of fine-looking brothers out there, and they got plenty of women all over the place. But they ain't got two nickels to rub together. And they that's got right. bad credit on top of it and child support the boot. So as soon as you get involved with them, guess whose child support that becomes? Everything becomes
1: ours. Everything is ours. I agree 100%. His becomes so ours. That's what
0: credit. happens. Or hers yeah. becomes yeah. ours. Yeah. So Especially I when you get involved with definitely. people who have kids by other people.
1: Right. You definitely need to have a checklist, and while it's okay to have things on there around, you know, the certain hobbies and interests or, you know, the appearance of the person, all those things are okay, but let's make sure that we're focusing on the things that are truly important, the things that I just read off and the things we're talking about with respect to finances and stuff like that. So in addition, let's look at some more tips for choosing the right partner. What we're really talking about are the qualities that are the foundation of a good partnership. Those are the things you need to pay attention to and throw all the little bitty details to the side. You mentioned something that is another tip, and that's to not let lust be your guide. It's okay for somebody to make you feel good. It might be on your list, but at the end of the day, how many bills can you pay with feel good? You know how? So you you need to make sure that lust is not guiding you. And things change. You know, as right. people grow and mature, certain things fall south. Other things kind of, you know, add on, and, and it's not just a, the emotional baggage that people pick up, but you get that little spare tire and all kinds of things. So what feels good today may not feel good tomorrow. You need to make sure you've got a solid foundation. And don't confuse the emotional roller coaster with being crazy about someone. You know, sometimes you get involved in a relationship and emotions are all over the place, and you might really be on this high emotionally. But what goes up will come down. And when it crashes, you need to make sure that there's something solid there and this is not just some emotional roller coaster. You need to find someone that you can be yourself around because you will get tired of pretending. And when you meet people, we may not do it intentionally, but when you meet people, your representative shows up. The real you does not come out for a while. You know, everybody joked about uh Steve Harvey, when he came out with his book and and was talking about the 90-day rule, yeah, that's pretty much true. It may not be a hard fast 90 days, but you need to make sure that you give it at least 90 days to get to know somebody because the real person takes a while to show up. And when you have that first argument or disagreement, that's when you really get to know the real behind somebody. So find somebody you can be yourself around. These are just some of the things, and there, there are more, but I'll stop there for a moment because these are just some of the things that you need to consider when you're picking the right partner. One other thing I think is interesting is that there are differences based on gender. Men lots of times want a relationship that allows them to have some autonomy and independence. I don't want you with me all the time. I don't want you asking me where I'm going. I'll be home when I get home. But women look for that sense of connection. And lots of times, not always, but lots of times it's not about jealousy or insecurity. We like the connection, so we want to be with you. we want to know where you are, we want to know when you're coming back so that we can feel that sense of connection. So when you're looking for someone, keep in mind that there are differences in men and women when it when it pertains to these kinds of things, too. What else are you thinking? You know, hey, I got a question for you before you even answer that. So I remember, I I truly remember, You're the One for Me. What a Mm -hmm. wonderful song that was. Uh, Oh, thank you. You're the one for me. So was there anybody in particular, since we're talking about picking partners, and I want you to name names, but was there some inspiration? Since we're talking about picking partners, how did you know that somebody was the one for you? Well, when
0: I met my wife, I was 16 years old.
1: I dated mm. her for
0: five years. We had our first kid, and then we bought a house and moved them together and lived in Long Island for the next 28. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things nowadays are different. People are in and out of love so quick. Most marriages yeah. don't last past a three-year period. If you make it past four, you good. If you make it through a relationship past one year, you good. Because, you know, nobody here heard of dating for five years. and then get married, you know. Or dating for five years, living in a separate house before moving into each other. You know, you know mm-hmm. um, those are the things that happened back in the 70s and 60s and 50s that were the plateau or, or the standard, so to speak. But I, I'd like to address something that you said earlier about, you know, being yourself around that person. Um you said something about when you you can't be yourself around that person, then, you know, you really don't need, this is not going to work out. What I'd like to do to add to that, stay to add to that, which is something that I've learned over the years, personality is who you are when everybody else is in the room. Your family, your friends, your dog, your hospital workers, your coworkers. That's your personality. Your character. It's who you are when everybody leaves. When everybody leaves, that's your character. And who his character is is going to shine when there's just the two of you. Your personality, when you're in a relationship, your personality, everybody's going to think, wow, they got such a wonderful relationship. They're so in love. How many times have we seen it? They're so in love. Beautiful couple. Let that door close real quick. And see how fast they start throwing dishes and screaming at each other. So that's when their character comes back. So that's why it's great to go through that checklist. But what I would say is that something else you said, that checklist changes with the season. Yeah. See, in life, we go through season. Just like when we was kids, we had no choice but to use Vaseline to put oil on our face so we wouldn't ask you because that's what our mama gave us. Now we go right. outside a plethora of different body notions, but we're sophisticated. We ain't from Brooklyn no more. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is this. You have choices. You're always going to have choices. And those choices change with wisdom. And you have to make those mistakes that aren't on that checklist before you can get to make new choices and better choices. The way you make better choices is through making bad choices. That's the other thing. You ain't going to know what a good choice is until you make a bad one. You're not going to know who the good person is until you had a bad one. Then you're going to be judging yes. all the good people off of the bad one that you was with. And you'll have something yes. to draw back off of the experience, and that gives you the wisdom and the knowledge to make a proper decision going forward. But if you don't have that to draw off of, you're just playing blind in the wind and flying your kites, in it ain't going to have no lightning, and it ain't going to rain. <laughs> I
1: like that. I like that a lot. And you're right. Your needs change. You as an individual change. So granted, if you're married to somebody, you need to try to accommodate those changes and grow together. But when you are uh, single or single again and you're looking for a new partner, a new relationship, you do need to take those changes into consideration. And that's why it's so important to look at character. I agree with what you said about the the difference between personality and character. You need to get to know someone's character because behaviors will lie. But character never does. And character is something that it takes time to really observe. You start looking for patterns of how people behave in certain situations. And the more you look for those patterns, then you start to see the real character of that person come out. So all good word. I appreciate that. All good word. Our time is almost up. And so before we close out, I do want to go back to something that you said in the very beginning. And that was, that first you have to get to know yourself. That is so true. You need to ask yourself, what's holding you back from having a loving relationship? Is it uh, hurt from a previous breakup? Are you afraid of commitment? Do you have some issues with anger or integrity? Or you know, are there problems with your finances? Whatever the case might be, the first step in choosing a partner is to get your house in order. Know who you are. Come to someone whole and complete. People like to talk about their uh, their significant other as the other half. You don't want two halves coming together. You need two wholes coming together. So make sure that you are whole before you try to join your life with anybody else. There are all kinds of things that you need to consider. And in 30 minutes, we can only give you the tip of the iceberg, but hopefully there was something that was said here today that will help you think about the relationship you're in or the relationship you need to be in when it comes time to choose a partner. So before I close, I want to give you, uh Dietre, my guest, a chance to just tell us a little bit about what's going on with you and what we can expect from you in the near future.
0: Sure, Uh, I have a new single coming out Called When You Feel What Love Has For You And, you know, it's going to be a wonderful single with Lenny Fontana I'm working with Paul Pesco, Jerry Wonder, Who is uh, the writer for Maria Maria for Carlos Santana Wonderful Things are on the Horizon And for all of you people out there that's listening to this wonderful show Which I am so glad to be a part of Because we don't talk about this enough And that's how we get into trouble I wanted to add one thing is that who you are at 21 is not who you are at 51. Hmm. Who you are at 51 is who you were at 21 and all the experiences that you've experienced. Because when you're 21, you're pretty stupid. And <coughs> all the mistakes you make from 21 to 35, you're going to sit back at 51 and go, you know what, if I knew that right now, Lord knows, I wouldn't have did that. Remember, you have choices. And at every age, if you're 51 and you starting over again, Remember, you remember who you were when you were twenty-one. See, God leaves the front door of our life closed; the back door of our life is always open, so we can look back to where He carried us from. So I would say to all of you who's getting into a relationship, the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. A man as wow. old as his thoughts and as young as his ambition. If you love somebody, love them all the way. Give them what you got. All you fellas out there on front. Don't try and make these ladies think you something that you ain't you perpetrating and all you young ladies out there if you want to scheme on a brother and think he got money and he don't have none or you think you gonna have a baby and just get child support, that's a wrong thing to do. Be honest with yourself first and be honest with that other first second.
1: Appreciate it. That is great word. I love you, love your music much success and happiness to you in the future and for those of you listening it is my desire to strengthen families by prescribing remedies for your relationship challenges so thank you for letting me speak into your life take care thanks for tuning in for more content visit us at the com